0: Hi, we're back eventually after a break week i think
1: we took a week off uh, how was your vacation
0: <laughs> i actually had a quite stressful week so no vacation on my side here how was your week off
1: yeah i spent the whole week exercising each day exercising
0: doing walks out in the sun while i had to go to work
1: and work i would characterize it as powerful exercise
0: Yeah, I I have to say I support you completely doing this. Um, It would have been much better if I had the possibility to join you, but
1: I couldn't. No, no, you were not able to. I had to earn the bacon. That's right. So um, when do you start work tomorrow? In the morning. What time? You want to go in early, maybe a few extra hours or something?
0: So we have to interrupt this now for a little bit of... (laughs) Murdering? Murdering (laughs) happening. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh, I'm not allowed to laugh so loud, right? No, because um, the microphone is then exploding, and then the no. people will get like your cancer or
1: something you, like that. You this. were really kind to buy us lots of um, high tech audio equipment. Mm. So now you're limited and compressed, <laughs> and there's a there's an expander here. So when you're not talking, it's quiet. Like we're ready to go here. We're a full radio station now.
0: Okay, so what did you plan? Today, today's episode,
1: topics list. we have lots to discuss on today's episode. Da, 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 da. Shoot!
0: <laughs> da 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 da
1: da. Okay. Yeah. No. Um. Uh. We have a list here. You know, we're actually prepared this week. Can you? No, imagine I'm
0: not really prepared. You showed me the list, and I said, "Ah, okay. This is what you want to talk about." And now it's I'm a- sitting here, and I do it like always, fresh bad. and spontaneously.
1: Okay. Good. Good. So, um, I want to do a pandemic update because something in the news with <laughs> this week. Something in the news this week. Um. Kind of made me a little upset, as as the news does almost every day. Tell me. <laughs> um, it's the Thanksgiving holiday in America. And um, we had something like, I don't know what the final number was, something around 10 million people, I think, traveled to family or friends or other locations than their home to gather for Thanksgiving. And did, independent of what you think about covid-19 or the coronavirus for sure it's not a good idea to be doing exactly what 10 million people did it goes against what we're doing every single day trying to keep away and trying not to go in public so much and just try to you know stop the spread uh, by distance and by it's isolation america. it's america they do everything differently yes they do things a bit differently so now this i'm is why wondering they are doing a lot of dying, mm-hmm. record numbers of, of, of dying, actually. Well, also in Germany, we reached the one
0: million mark now
1: of, of infected of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's good, I guess, right? It's not good. <laughs> it's At least Germany is competitive in this horrible... Uh, Germany
0: horrible is um, getting uh, too competitive for my taste. So it should go down, ah. but at the moment it's on this you know, what is it called, this plateau? Yes. And um, I mean, it's going down a bit, but people really thought that after two weeks of doing more social distancing, that the numbers would be half as much, but then they didn't get what exponential growth really means. Yeah. It's a big, big success already that the numbers are slightly going down now and not being 20,000 every single day. Yep. I think I the last update was between thirteen and 14,000 um, new infections a day. So this is what I read in my, in my newspaper.
1: So w- what I really want to say here is that I'm a little upset with this whole travel in the U.S. because it couldn't have come at a worse time. Um, infection rates were already increasing. Um, the hospitals are really starting to fill in some areas of the U.S. Um, And to do this huge Thanksgiving Day spread, I never understood this.
0: So how is it in the US? I only am somehow informed about what's going on here in Germany. But do the numbers already go down or are they still in the exponential?
1: They're still rising. I mean, the official reporting shows a decrease, but this is because of the holiday season that's going on right now. This six days of Thanksgiving travel. So you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then the two days before that are times when people are traveling to where they're going. So it's like a six-day period of, of, of a problem, right? So the way it happens is people travel all the way from the weekend before to, to wherever they're going, to home, and it's a staggered arrival. And then what happens is everyone leaves at the same time. So right now, as we are recording this at 8, 6.30 on Sunday night, uh, it's now 12.30 mm. Eastern time in the U.S. The airports are completely packed with people, and it's all the people mostly or a huge number, or percentage of them, that traveled throughout the entire week. So we have 10 million, million people trying to travel more or less in the next, yesterday and today. And so this is going to be a big disaster. And I see it coming, of course, if you do the math and you just simply look at the calendar, you can see that you know the time when the, the hospitalizations from this particular period of time, it will peak around Christmas time.
0: Mm-hmm. And then Where again, yeah. a huge number of people will gather and meet.
1: Exactly, and then so it's pro- is prolonged again into the end of January
0: for the nice virus. I mean, the virus will constantly say you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing so great. I Let mean, me I really in. can reproduce myself in those human beings. Let me in
1: again. Let I
0: me need. in. Oh, the virus says, oh, I'm already in. I'm just reproducing, you know, I'm just <laughs> flying from one person to the other person. It's a
1: party at my house.
0: That's super terrible, Ellen.
1: what you just said. Yeah. So at the time that I wrote this, it seems that there's approximately 15 million people currently infected. Um, Five million are active right now. Uh, and so there's 175,000 to 180,000 new cases per day, a uh, total of 265 to 270,000 deaths. And amazingly, there's like almost 90,000 people in the hospital right now in the US 90,000. That's that's incredible. So I'm just wondering, and, you know, one thing we haven't done so much on this show is talk about, you know, the, the audience in the comments. We'd really like to hear your comments, so put them down in the YouTube comments. I'd like to know, what, are the, what do you think the ethics of traveling or in the pandemic are? Because I've heard a lot of things right now in Germany where there is, you know, a large group of people that are saying they want to go skiing. And the, the governments of Italy and... Um, Germany say, no, we want to close the resorts. And of course, Austria being between those are saying, no, we'll keep the resorts open. So what do you think that the that there is a some sort of ethics to this? What do you think?
0: Well, I don't want to talk about the ethics. I just think that Germany, Italy and France are totally right to say um, this year's king where a lot of people gather together in lifts and in Hütten and having a Iron Gaudi is not such a good idea. And um, all of the tourism people, they do need money, like the gastronomy people do, because a lot of people will really badly suffer and maybe go bankrupt and are not able to survive anymore. But from the infectious standpoint, it's a very good idea to not allowing this. And it's very interesting that Austria, that was very strict in the beginning, now decides that money is more important than the health of people. And this after Ishka yeah, yeah, happened yeah, yeah. Yeah. in February. Last year. Yeah. That it was not last year, it was just February. Uh, yeah, um, and I, I met last we had season, a couple yeah, of people yeah. in the hospital that were in Ishkel and they didn't even think of Corona because they had no idea that this already could happen. So I think we had three or four people that were you know Sorry, during during the same time in Ishka and got corona and yeah. some of them really bad. So I totally agree that this year everything is going to be different and for a good reason, it should be different. But um, regarding to the numbers that you just said, um, I would like to tell the people that everyone could actually look up the daily occupancy, is that the correct word, of the ICUs in Germany and there is a site, it's called DVDE, maybe you can posted yeah, later yes. it's written D I V I D and it's from Deutsche Interdisziplinäre Vereinigung für Intensiv- und Notfallmedizin and they have a daily report and i just opened the daily report from mm-hmm. today 29th of november at 12:15 and they wow. update it daily and they have 1,288 hospitals that call in and tell them, okay, this is how many free ICU beds we had. This is how many beds um, are occupied. And today... Um, COVID-19 patients of the number 3901 were on the ICU and 59% of them were on a ventilator. So That's 2,300 incredible. people. And since yesterday, 217 new COVID-19 patients um, were admitted to the ICU. So from now, um, 31,551 patients were treated and 23% of them died. So um, that is very interesting because 23% of those people, also they got to an ICU because what I don't like when we listen to this discussions, oh, you know, as long as you get an ICU bed, everything is going to be fine. No, it's not not because... A fifth of those people must die. And in the beginning, the average of those people being on the ICU were like 52, 53 years. But now it went down the average to 42 years. And it's correct that over 80% of the people are over 75 and have multimorbidity and stuff, but not all of them. And altogether, you don't know to which part you're going to belong if you're the one um of which the immune system says I want to really fight the virus and you're getting this hyperinflammatory state and yeah. then you get this microthrombi everywhere and lung embolism and stuff and then you die on the ventilator we just don't know yet so right. i think mm-hmm. Traveling on Thanksgiving and not having someone like idiot Trump maybe saying, "Please don't do it, please this year." um, Go on. And and you know, I don't know Skype calls or do Zoom meetings or whatever. Interesting. That's
1: unbelievable. About what you said was that the administration themselves, like Trump's own executive branch administration, told people not to travel, but he himself said, "Ah, it's okay." Like, don't worry, you know, this kind yeah. of stuff. And so, so so, so that's why I wanted to, to, to just broach the ethics of this, because there are people who really do listen to the right thing, but then there are people who don't. And I'm wondering, it are they making an active decision to be completely unethical in doing this? No, or, or, I think Or are it's, they just not thinking?
0: I think it's all about this big, I want to keep my weapon and I want to be free action. I think this is... What yeah. most of those people do, you know, um, they cannot tell me what I'm going to do in private life, and it's my decision, and I want to be free, and I want to travel. This is, I think, the most. I mean, we're getting a hint of that in Germany now, people, now.
1: Minus the weapons stuff.
0: Seventy million people right voted yes. for Trump, so this is still a lot of people that even if they believe that coronavirus exists, they still will act more loose. I would say than the Democrats. Well, I've seen
1: lots of these kind of man on the street or person rather person on the street interviews where someone is asked a simple question about say, coronavirus or the election or something like this. And, you know, I never see, you know, someone with the Trump hat or like the <laughs> MAGA flag or something have an answer that's that's reasonable. It always is kind of like whatever they hear on TV or whatever they read on Twitter, this, this outrageous stuff. And, you know, as an example, people say, well, I knew some people who died of this, but I don't believe it will affect me. And so that's a really powerful statement to make. Because like, how do you combat that, right? It's impossible to simply combat this.
0: Yeah, because it's completely crazy. And how would you want to talk with a complete crazy person?
1: why can't i just you have to talk into ah, this part right here okay. you can push it over I here i cannot
0: see my my screen anymore oh, then you have, have to put over the yeah, screen like there you this. go okay.
1: how's that does that work better
0: okay so like that <laughs> is that good now yeah, that's fine Okay, yeah, that's good are we leaving this in the podcast i think we should of course
1: maybe. we are leaving this in the podcast
0: okay so where were we i completely
1: i well, completely I mean, it, 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 lost my the 20 percent of the so people the that way, are dying is 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 a huge number and yeah, i'm not it's, sure it's, it's if i'm really hearing this in the german press right I uh, certainly am not hearing it maybe well, I'm not well uh, informed in the German press. But. I'm
0: not sure, but from the very beginning it was a very high number of people dying right. even if they got a ventilator. Mm-hmm. and um, I mean, let's do this calculation again, right? Okay. If we think that I need a calculator by the way, if I do this, I cannot calculate so you, you must do the calculation. So I let's my, say um, we have 23 risk, people in Germany. And if five percent of them
1: twenty three million you mean.
0: Twenty-three million. Yes, right. And if five percent of them needed ICU treatment, how many people are this?
1: So ten percent of twenty three million is two point three million and half of two point three million is one point one one point five one five million or something like this.
0: So and a fifth of them are dying. This is Hundreds of hundreds of thousands so of people. So that would be uh,
1: approximately two hundred thousand people.
0: So would die if they all got infected at the same time
1: mm-hmm.
0: and would die. Yeah. I
1: that's
0: mean if they outrageous. all got infected at the same time, then probably eighty of percent would die because be no hospital beds. <laughs> there will be no hospital beds and no <laughs> ventilations anymore. But even if they are infected yeah. over the course of two or three years, yeah. they still would die. A lot of people would die. And
1: well it's tragic and you know i i just Mm. to kind of close it out a little bit i i wanted to bring it up and and still talk about it a little bit because it seems as if this crisis thing that we had going on back in you know april may june um people are just tired of it you know they're really weary about hearing about this deadly as you said last time they don't
0: want to think about it anymore they got used to it it's like you know i feel like That is a bad comparison, but I still will say it. I feel like in war times where people just got used to being in war. Right,
1: or not having something. So
0: they still went shopping, they met people, and when the bomb alarm came, they They just just went went down down, to the bomb killers, you know. And now we have corona, and we try to fight against it, but it's an invisible enemy that is... Comparing to one bomb, I don't think that one bomb kills three hundred thousand people at the same time. No. So.
1: It has to be a big bomb.
0: So as you said, if people would get this Ebola-like bloody eyes and down then down the bled right. to yeah. death yeah. falling down on the street.
1: Same numbers, same amount. Same, same ratio. amount people
0: yeah. would be frightened, yeah, but since they don't see it, they are not, and they just go on. And I mean. I don't know what else to say. We are still in the middle of it. And it's not over yet. And even if the vaccinations are okay, and we will get vaccinated, we still will have to deal with this for the next two to four years, probably.
1: So that's a very good point about the vaccines. And I I do want to talk about the vaccines. But just before that, I want to talk about um, our walk to the city yesterday. Oh, yes. So So we had a wonderful walk into the Altstadt of our city in in Ingolstadt. Outside in nature. Outside, and it's very nice. It takes not so long to walk uh, downtown. Um, And uh, uh, on Wednesdays and Saturdays, there is a farmer's market in the large main square of the town. It's a very wide open area in front of the, near the river, near, near the theater. And I was actually there on Wednesday. I walked into the town in like midday on Wednesday, and there was like a smattering of people i know there must have been 20 people there something like this but when we walked into the farmers market this weekend um, we actually noted halfway on our way, like, what are all these cars doing here? They're from all, like, places around the area and not from Ingolstadt. You know, there's, it was a lot of cars. Regensburg, Bamberg, yeah, exactly. Passau,
0: Landshut.
1: So we're like, oh, boy, you know, there are people are coming here some for some reason for a day out. You know, they want to get out and go someplace, walk around outside. And what happened was the market was absolutely packed I'd say if there was, say, another 20% of people there, it would have been just like a Christmas market, mm. right? I mean, there was a few areas that were not so so yeah. so crowded, but it was pretty crowded. And so we had um, reset our Corona Warn app the night before because we were like, it doesn't change. We should just reset this and see what happens. And so we did this. And then this morning, we checked it, and I had three contacts, and you had well, two, I think?
0: Two, yes, two low-risk contacts mm-hmm. because we were probably... Outside and, you know, it was a very short contact, but someone was closer than 1.5 meters. And you and I were... Being diagnosed with corona. Correct. And we were just walking outside to the city. And interestingly enough, I was saying the same thing one week ago when we were doing a walk around a nearby lake, Bagassee. and after we came home, the next day we had three low-risk encounters. So even around this Bagasi trip where, I don't remember that we came close to anyone. It was
1: just someone passing or something. Yes, it
0: was probably someone passing in a shorter distance than 1.5 meters. I mean, I'm not afraid of anything because it was outside, but it's quite remarkable because until to that point, there was always zero encounters, zero encounters. And since I don't wear my phone on me in the hospital, so yeah. it must have been Thank in my God private God time.
1: You would blow up.
0: I would probably have like high <laughs> risk encounters all the time.
1: But like just think about it, like there not everyone is using that app. And mm-hmm. you know, there's always, you know, a problem here and there with connectivity. So if you so,
0: multiply it by yeah, five or ten it maybe? it could
1: be quite a large exposure yes. number. Um, and also our particular program there is I was I know the market really well, so we were just banging here. We got eggs and we got Brussels sprouts and we got, you know, we get uh, some, some something we else. We were there Bread.
0: for 10 minutes maybe. Yeah, like
1: we were in and out and then we sat down on the edge and we had some tea and what are those little cakes we bought?
0: Auszune. Uh, Auszunge, Something typical Bavarian, yeah, what I love. And he had to eat them. As oh, well. they're very
1: nice. And so we, we sat there for a minute and then we went into the start to buy some Advent candles and we were gone out, out of the city. You know, we walked through the... the the uh, astronomical garden on the way home. But yeah, so um, I'm just saying that it's still out there. And even something as innocuous as like the farmer's market, which is even more spaced out than it would have been last year because they normally kind of put all the market stalls together to give this kind of nice feeling of the market. They really have moved them apart this year. And even then, um, it's, you know, it's it's a hazard. Um, And then I wanted to say, you know, the number of people that we saw that were f- kind of wearing the mask right and not wearing it so correctly, I have to say has reduced. It seems to me like most people are wearing it correctly. Yes. And that's really, really great. I very rarely see somebody without one in public. And- like the no sticker, out sticker? Oh, correct. It's, it's correct. Now, in the town of Ingolstadt, there's a zone in the inside of the city where you must wear it outside. So this is like the Fusgang Zona, the walking zone and some of the streets that are around. So I'd say like the center of the town and, you know, 10 or 12 radius streets uh, from the center. You must wear your mask. And then once you're out of that, you can take it off. Um, and we saw a lot of people complying. So hopefully it's, it's, you know, even though the market's open and the stores are open and people were really shopping, yeah, uh, it's it's really not yeah, so bad.
0: Ingolstadt the numbers are stable, I think. They're high, I just looked it up. It's uh the seven days incidence is one hundred and thirty seven. But in Eichstätt, where I work, Landkreis Eichstätt, it's over 200. And so you in said the Paso beginning, really, really Passau is over 400 Ooh. now. So Passau now has this super lockdown planned. I don't know if it's already in action or if it's still planned. I read it in the newspapers that people are only allowed to go outside if there is something you know really necessary. Yeah, to our friends
1: in Passau that we met this summer, please stay in.
0: Yes, please stay in. Don't <laughs> get it. Don't get it. Please stay yes. healthy.
1: We'll, we'll see you next year, next summer.
0: On hopefully
1: yes. on the bike yes cool well yeah let's let's just go on from there i mean i didn't want to talk too much there's one other thing that i wanted to talk about the coronavirus is in my notes um you noticed that qantas now has mandated a vaccine in order to fly on their airline oh, I,
0: read it on now, I didn't
1: Street. i didn't read all of the details of the terms and conditions if it's every single flight if it's only international flights or what have you but in irrespective of the details, um, that's the first airline that's mandating an actual virus, uh, um, um, I can't speak today, um, a uh, vaccine.
0: Like a certificate Correct. that you got vaccinated. Exactly. And at the same time, I read that Lufthansa is saying, no, 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 we are not doing this.
1: So this is very interesting. <laughs>
0: yes, because Lufthansa also values money over
1: health well, they do, but it's, it's just like anything. This is going to be like a roller coaster, right? Where, you know, Lufthansa will carry lots of people, and then there will be, like, outbreaks and from the Lufthansa passengers, and then they will have to, you know,
0: yeah, but then, mandate um, this and you, up and You down. must prove that it's really from being in the plane. And yeah, I'm sure. quite sure that this is, you know, if someone takes a plane somewhere, he's probably going to meet other people as well. And then how would you really prove if... Then there must be a cluster, like you know. Then you must be able to prove that amongst that person being tested positive are like five or six under other people being tested positive. And well, I don't think I'm, that. This well, is.
1: they'll get Rudy Giuliani involved, and he'll get all the evidence and really <laughs> prove that. <laughs> is my stuff running? Am I okay? Uh, my, my hair. What my hair, is my hair dye running?
0: Your hair dye—it's
1: okay. <laughs> so, where, by joke. the way,
0: where are your ear things today? Your
1: uh, ear, I didn't—I um... didn't wear them today because I—I dialed the audio in pretty well, so oh, I will—I okay. will wear them next cool. time. Or I wear them a lot during the day, actually. Yeah.
0: So, deep yeah. breath in, deep breath out. <sighs> next topic.
1: Next topic. So, I saw something in the news the other day that really interests me. I'm always interested in kind of these new technologies. It turns out this isn't totally a new technology. It's kind of been kicking around for a while, but it's this concept of vertical farming.
0: I have to Google this in the meanwhile because <laughs> I have no idea what that is. So. Vertical
1: farming <laughs> is a come. a giant. Uh, Don't build. go to my computer when I'm. It's doing a giant it. building, and inside it is a farm, and things grow vertically instead of on a flat, you know, earthen plot. So the idea is for about 2% of the, the area, flat area, you can get 99% of what you could normally farm on a regular farm. Now, what I read was this, there's new technologies that are involved here. They're using AI, they're using robotics, they're using a lot of automation. Um, the idea is that you're using you know, 95% water and they could basically be any place on the planet, these, these facilities some of the some of the criticisms i've heard is it's kind of a shaky situation and it's super expensive and it's really not viable but you know when i was reading that uh those criticisms it reminded me of the exact same thing that i heard about wind power and about solar energy and about electric cars And all of those things are certainly not perfect right now, and there are both economic and technological challenges to making, you know, wind or solar or electric cars perfect and and just ubiquitous, Um, but they're a heck of a lot better than they were, say, 15 years ago. So if this farming thing actually gets some investment behind it and they're starting to use some technologies and use lots of automation, I'm all for it. I'd be very interested to see how that so, goes. So uh,
0: I have to read this now because uh, I don't know what that is really. Vertical farming is the practice of growing crops in vertically stacked layers. And do you know what I have to think of it? When we went to Epcot.
1: Epcot. Epcot. This is the agriculture. This
0: tour <laughs> where we saw this in this hall, and that was oh, vertical God. farming. Yes. So I already saw that. Yes. And they stacked it, and there was only some artificial... CO2 and N2 and stuff. Ammoniac. Ammoniac they put know. in there. It's like a, a fertilizer. I don't know. They, they just gave the plants... Artificial fertilizers, yeah, so and vitamins, just and waters, growing it and, in, in
1: a pot of water. Yeah, they were
0: creating uh, no artificial atmosphere with everything that the plant needed to grow. And now I know that I already saw vertical farming. because you know, now I'm learning about Those plants at
1: Epcot, I think, have been growing there for like thirty-five years. I'm not sure if they've actually harvested them, but
0: so so it's so about the so so they use soil less farming techniques how it just said yeah. such as hydroponics aquaponics and aeroponics
1: that's just growing with roots in water or just roots in like moist air
0: some common choices of structures to house vertical farming systems include buildings, shipping containers, tunnels, and abandoned mine shafts. So you think that this is the future because it's like not so well, you know, space consuming? I think so.
1: I mean, I don't know if it's quote the future. There's so many things that are the future, like whatever, Bitcoin or stuff that I don't understand like this. But um, this seems like a reasonable thing. And if there's some money behind it, why not, right? It says it's very
0: expensive. Mm-hmm. Th- they say here in Victoria, Australia, a hypothetical 10-level vertical farm would cost over 850 times more per cubic meter of arable land than a traditional farm in r- rural Victoria. Mm-hmm. So... Um,
1: yeah, I think they got to get the whole total cost down, right? So this, like the labor, it's the machines, it's the fertilizer, it's, it's the work, like all the things that are being done now could be done in this way, And a lot of it could be automated. They could have basically like giant buildings filled with stuff that's growing and no one's working there more or less.
0: Well, I think that for areas that are very poor in fertile soils, that would be an option if they have the money. (laughs) To pay for this, and I'm not sure if areas that are already very poor are supported by the Western nations in a way that they could actually afford this. But theoretically,
1: you know, it sounds good. good It just it just just caught my mind, uh, my eye rather just caught my eye in the newspaper uh, because this is something that's a little different. So I'm going to track this, and uh, I will update you every single week until it. No, I won't do that. Oh God. Good morning, Christina. Are you ready for your <laughs> vertical good, farming update? Good morning,
0: update? I'm listening. No, I don't every want morning. a vertical farming update every day. Oh my <laughs> God, I want like... A, uh,
1: Pancakes.
0: No, I want like the coffee is ready update or coffee is done. Coffee time. Coffee time, coffee time. I do that. This is what I want in the morning, and this is what he actually does every morning, because otherwise I'm not able to get out of my warm, nice and cozy bed. Um, but since he has the senile bed, how is it called, bed, he, he is like a refugee, he wants to flee out of bed very early in the morning between between 3 and 5 where I wanna nestle myself in a little bit more you hey, know and have nice
1: I have extra time to everything. learn about things like vertical farming.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: very good okay so um uh, a couple of things here um i also saw in the news the other day um that panic buying is back in the u.s did you see all of the you didn't see the photos no tons of stores empty shelves you know super panic buying i don't know if they've been restocked or if it was just a glitch but you know because the the numbers of corona and covid-19 are going up and people are now mm-hmm. seeing it for themselves and they're like super buying things out so um, I haven't seen so much of that in Germany. Um, no. It's not been too bad. I didn't
0: see it. I mean, yeah. last time I was at Zellgross, of course, I didn't see it. Zellgross is like Metro. And it's like
1: Sam's Club for I have the US a, people
0: or, or I have a, a card from my hospital where I'm allowed to go there and to buy stuff. But, of course, I pay the normal taxes because I'm not self-employed. And they have stacks of stacks of toilet paper and to kitchen to the roof. Yeah. I mean, I I think I haven't seen that much toilet paper I, I, in my I, whole life before. <laughs> and yesterday, no, the day before yesterday, I was at DM and there were stacks over stacks over stacks. Yeah, yeah. So no panic buying in Germany. Mm. And they have enough pasta and bread and, we our, and flour. have our
1: apocalypse. Uh...
0: Well, we still have like a five kilo bag of pasta and we keep it. Until the real apocalypse is coming.
1: And and when everyone is in crisis, we're just going to have like baked eating. Eat. And then we
0: can, yes. And then <laughs> we can eat mac and cheese for like five weeks in a row and we will not
1: starve. <laughs> exactly. We're going to ration you. You get two tubes today. <laughs> <laughs> two slices of cheese. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, um. You know, one of the interesting things about living in Germany is I have found in the 12 years I've been here, um, a lot of the public infrastructure is really good, certainly better than where I'm from in the Northeast and many, many places in the U.S. where it's just non-existent. There was an old joke that I've told for many years is if you see someone riding a bicycle in the U.S., it's either it's being stolen, the person lost their license because they were drinking, or they're in a race people don't typically ride bikes, but I guess it's changing a little bit. There's lots lots more biking in the U.S., Um, but not so much public infrastructure. Here in Ingolstadt. we have actually some pretty good biking infrastructure. It's not so bad. I think if you're commuting on the streets each day, it could be improved. I'm a super advocate of improving biking infrastructure, but there are a number of Fernweg, fern, long distance uh, long biking. Long distance
0: bike trails. That
1: go through I think
0: Five or six.
1: Exactly. It's quite, quite a large number. And there's lots of um, biking paths around town. And there's one that's quite near our house. And it's actually part of the Donau Radweg, which is this long distance, um, Danube bike path from, I don't know where it starts the Donauwert donau work donau
0: esching and i think or like the this. donau the begins is, yeah. and it then, goes to like
1: the black sea or something yes, like yes to
0: the black sea where the donau so this comes the black sea.
1: this comes directly near our house just a few hundred meters away and it's a beautiful path and the path is very unique because it's on the very top of a what do you call it um jetty or it's no? like
0: a dam yeah it's because like because the danube river is close by and it's, it's an elevated bike path and it's quite romantic
1: yeah so, so i guess it would it's be like uh, two
0: and a half meters elevated so
1: it's just an earthen mound that is far away from the river but it's there for protective measures so in the case of the danube floods then this giant thing of I don't know what is it three or four meters high from the Mm -hmm. base um, it would contain the water and this is like dead arrow straight for like two or three kilometers at least and it's as of a couple of weeks ago it's like pressed gravel but not normal gravel like tiny little super small split gravel and it was super pleasant to ride a bike on and really nice to walk on and there was never any problem well Somehow, some way, there's some people that got involved, and they said it wasn't good, and it needs to be paved over like a street. And so, what happened is, two people, I guess this is what I hear in the town, have the authority to sign off on public works projects if they're under a certain you know euro threshold of some hundred thousands of euros, maybe two hundred thousand. I can't be sure, but something like this. And so they just did it. And so one day we just arrived over there and it was also in the newspaper and the thing was closed and someone had graded the whole thing on an angle, like for a roadway. So water runs off the top and now it's total shit. And so they stopped it and wanted to do a check, like what's going on here. And then of course they said to put it back the way it was would cost more than just continuing on with the tarring.
0: Because there were Protestants saying that it's unnecessary and I completely agree. You mean Protesters. Protesters. Not I'm sorry. And um, because there are two paved roadways. That's what directly I nearby. So this so. thing
1: is like a, a raised <laughs> levy. That's the word I was looking for. A levy. And it's. On either side, one side is like the main street where everyone drives on, and there's also a bike, bike lane there. Path, yes. And on the right-hand side of it, there's like a smaller street that connects some businesses and things in this uh, industrial area, and then it crosses over and the small street continues on. So, like, if you look at it on the map, it's <laughs> a bike lane between two streets. So now we have three paved roads. Well, not yet, because yeah. there were these discussions
0: about it, and then... Apparently they talked in the, in the city hall again about it and yeah. then they did some calculations and then they said, okay, putting it back to the original state is more expensive than getting it paved. And it's now so this terrible. beautiful natural bike path will be put on yeah. with concrete or tear the black stuff. I yeah. don't even know. Tar. Yeah. Tar. That is super terrible. And I asked a colleague of mine who is in the Green Party in Ingolstadt, and he said, yeah, they discussed it, and it's exactly what the newspapers write, that it's too expensive to make it natural again. And I'm wondering, so what bike cyclists they want to attract by giving a third concrete e-bike lane? So... Do they only want to attract wealthy elder people that have like 15 kilos of luggage with them on their e-bike, you know, slowly going from town to town? Because it's just not fun anymore I, I i don't know where they stop doing the tar putting down um, because they're going to
1: stop at the place where it turns into the woods where that like uh Hopefully. pumping house is
0: yeah because yeah. um this must they won't continue into the forest natural.
1: yeah so but the interesting thing is that um, one, some of the comments saying well you know this is a very important long distance cycling and we want to improve it for all the people because Normally this cycling path is paved. This is the Donau Radweg.
0: And that's complete bullshit because, because we, wrote we it. did the Donau Radweg <laughs>
1: last year and last summer.
0: Rather. Like 70% of this Radweg is not paved. Yeah. Is gravel and this is what makes the nice lovely Exactly. How do you call it? Um, flare, yeah. flare of this bike path yep. because it goes through nature. It feels like nature, and it's still good quality to ride on it. And yeah, there is no need to pace down a Donau Radweg with twenty-five or thirty kilometers an hour with a fucking e-bike. It's yes. just not.
1: And so, what I always think is interesting is the people who make these very decisions. Emotional again could. today, Right. All right. The, the, mm. the compressor is catching you today. so Well, yeah, I'm, right. I'm
0: having now to calm you down. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking tea.
1: So, you know, the thing I read in the papers and also on Facebook, I'm on this group in Facebook and I leave snotty comments to the Stadtverwaltung, <laughs> um, is that uh, someone had said, well, you know, it's, it's important that this be really nice. And I don't understand that because if you look at today's normal bikes, like it's almost impossible for you to go to a store and buy a bike that you cannot comfortably ride on a dirt road. I mean, you would have to buy the lightest weight carbon fiber race bike with like 23 mil tires to even like have a problem or like maybe not so comfy. Mm -hmm. And even at that, like the professional racers they used to run all of these cobble classics up in the Netherlands and in Belgium on cobblestones at speed of 40 kilometers or 35 kilometers with the 23 mil tires forever. So, like, you can definitely ride on a, on a path. May I say something? Yes, please go right ahead.
0: Okay, so, <laughs> so um, I think we also should mention a complete different viewpoint to that. Yes. So, what could have been done oh, with… Yeah. Two hundred thousand euros. That's so much more worthwhile to do with it. For example, they could have renovated that school over there that yes. really urgently needs renovation. It
1: looks a bit shabby.
0: Yeah, they could yeah. have like taken care of a lot of really bad-looking nature areas and mm-hmm. really like you know ah. Uh, We have some areas here where you don't really want to go at night because they are those shaky environments.
1: It's just a little unkept. It's not well lit. It could have been the conservation is very low in some of these areas. Conservation meaning the upkeep of the outdoor area. Yeah. And and I would love to see this.
0: Yes, me too. So I'm very disappointed in the city that the city let this happen. Yeah. And that even the new mayor was not able to prevent this somehow. And, and I
1: like the new mayor, but I this super is, like him. This is just not I'm
0: so happy I voted for him. Yes. I'm super liking him, so but still I'm disappointed. And I don't know if he had the power even yeah, yeah. to prevent it. But I would have expected him to oh the cat Desperately wants to come in. Ah,
1: he'll be fine.
0: Okay, so, so this is what I wanted to say.
1: Yeah, and you know, I, we were talking today on our walk, and you know, normally, I won't mention it, but there is a large car company in town that sponsors lots of events throughout the year.
0: We are in Ingolstadt, why wouldn't you mention it?
1: I don't know, you can, or can, I don't know. There's a, an <laughs> unknown, mysterious car company. That, no one knows the car
0: company. I don't with know, the I'm not so,
1: not so clear about it. But okay. this particular very large car company, um sponsors many events in the town throughout the year they do some jazz stuff they do some summer concerts there's lots of arts and events but they've all been canceled this year so i'd like to know where all that budget money went for all the events. Like, what are they doing instead of those events to be a partner with the town?
0: I also would like to do this, but I'm not so sure if all of those people listening to our local yes. problems are really interested in that.
1: Well, we'll put chapter markers in this one so you can just <laughs> so, click through. Okay,
0: so we just <laughs> Like four, <laughs> um, how is it called? Is it Chapter one yes, yes, Where you just can fly over things. Click here
1: to not listen to, to not listen to the local English problems English. in English. But you know what? I listen to podcasts all the time, and you know, honestly, people want to hear other people talking about stuff. Seriously, and that is a good uh, segue to what I want to talk about. What would that be? Your the, fitness. Yes. Ellen is going to become super fit. So uh, could you just do me a favor, yes, what, uh, Dr. What, C, uh, yes. and, and define super fit for me.
0: Super fit is like looking extreme sportive on his 1,000-kilometer tour through whole Europe on his bike, light-weightly packed next year.
1: So I was thinking about just not dying. That's all I'm looking for.
0: That's not super fit.
1: No? No. Um, I, I'm looking for a, like actually... a one pack, maybe a two pack. On your... Yes. You already have a one pack. <laughs> yes, it's, a one pack. it's one big pack. It's like a, <laughs> it's an XL pack. How many people it's can a, say that? Ah, uh,
0: XXL pack. But okay, so keep wow. on... Wow. Keep on, I mean... <laughs>
1: Those pancakes don't make themselves, baby. <laughs> no,
0: Ellen, Ellen, I love every <laughs> I know, I gram know, know, on you.
1: So. so the, the point is, is, this is really great because, um, you know, I think it's really time to get fit. Um, I've had lots of false starts, you know, starts and stops over the years. And a lot of things always got so, in the so, way.
0: So let me see. How many years were I telling you to have a little bit of a more healthy lifestyle? So when did it start, by the way?
1: Um, I don't know. A few weeks ago. <laughs> in January of 2013
0: <laughs> yeah approximately <during> that time.
1: <laughs> yeah something like this so yeah I think it's the right time to get fit because you know we don't have much else going on there is a cat that's going to there burst is cat terror hair.
0: now happening here let's
1: see if they can get in
0: they will eventually but keep on going yeah
1: so I really want to get fit and I want to have uh, uh, a much better lifestyle So, for us, the most important thing, though, is to prepare for next year's Trans-Germany bicycle ride. So, talk about that.
0: Yes, we would like to start here and go all the way up to Rügen. The cat terror is going on. So, now now he made it. Who made it? Is it Otello?
1: Caruso. Caruso
0: made it in here. Hey buddy. So um you looked it up. Uh, yeah. it's approximately eight hundred kilometers. Oh, Caruso is here. Look in the camera. See Hey
1: buddy. How you doing? Hi. need some d- extreme love?
0: Caruso. <laughs> now he has to go down again.
1: Yeah. So eight hundred kilometers. Yeah, something like this, depending on the route between seven, eight hundred kilometers from our house all the way to um, to Rugen and then Rostock. And we have to decide what we want to do, whether we wanna just do kind of a straight line where we wanna make some twists and turns and see some things. Um, we have three weeks to do this. So this is gonna be great. This will be know, the last three weeks in June. So these are the longest days of the year. So we have, I don't know what the number is, 16 hours of daylight or something like this. So this is gonna be great. I'm looking forward to it, but it's gonna be a long road. We're gonna bring tent this time. And not every night, just mm-hmm. have it right. We're gonna go lightweight gravel with you know a tent in the in in the frame bag. I already
0: have to sing a lot of ohms just to be.
1: You mean your yoga prepared alms. for your camping? Home. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I think I think it would be preferable in some some locations just to pull over and do wild camping, or maybe we find a campsite, or I don't know. We can just camp in like a Tankstelle backyard or something like this? No? Not going to happen. Okay, that's great. All right, but this is what we're going to do. and I, I'd i really like to try to get up to uh, Denmark and Copenhagen. So uh, we have some friend, we could friends visit up there. Stine we could there. visit Stine Hello, Stine, Stine, if you're listening and oh, watching. I'm sure she's watching, absolutely. She probably watches them over and over again. I really would again, like to time. see you again yeah, in
0: would. Copenhagen.
1: Absolutely. So... If we can get up there and do that, that would be great. And then come down. um, We always want to end our trip in Amsterdam so we can get our bikes stolen. Oh, yes. Yes.
0: That was such a great experience that we have to
1: redo it over and over again. We want to end all our trips there so they steal the bikes. And
0: I, again, want to look like a (laughs) refugee (laughs) family with, like, five packs hanging on my bike while his bike was stolen.
1: So the bags we put in storage and the bikes we put at bike place like doors mine was stolen yours wasn't sorry about that mine was more popular but and then of course we had to put all the bags on your bike and push it across the center of amsterdam during the uh pride weekend which was awesome but also like 30 million people (laughs) and that was really fun so anyhow um trans germany this is going to be really good i'm looking forward to this so that's our big trip next year. So,
0: and what exactly is your fitness goal until we start in June? I think we wanted to start.
1: Um, half my body weight, I want to lose.
0: Not happening. What? No. No. No.
1: I just want. I want to be more. Of course, I want to drop some kilos. But most important, I want to be more fit and stronger. I mean, I could do it, but it's not pleasant sometimes, and I just rather have a really good time. And plus, you know, I I think. You know, I was eating terribly. I was always snacking and I had I think I, I was talking to someone the other day about this and like To whom? I forget who I was talking I was chatting with someone from my old job. Okay. And uh yeah, I think I had like Cookies every single day at the office for like seven years or something like that. Really? This. Oh, it was terrible. Nonsense. And he was
0: telling me all the time that he didn't go to lunch. Oh, and I hated he the lunch there. there. It was like a yeah, prison camp. Yeah, but then canteen. you had like a, a full package of cookies every day.
1: Yeah, so that's that's a really uh, bad thing. interesting.
0: So it, I had to do a podcast to find out what my husband was doing years. And tears. You and should
1: tears end the podcast right now? <laughs>
0: no, I don't think so. But I super support Ellen because I'm very proud of him. Him, it's it's very similar to stop smoking that yes. all of these habits that's what I wrote about exactly are engraved somehow in your brain areas. Yep. Tubes.
1: Yep.
0: Have to fought be fought again. Yeah, f- fight against it. You, you have know? to fight yeah. against it. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm super proud
1: of you. And, and it's actually. Not as bad as I thought because quitting smoking was pretty hard, but, you know, I managed to do it and I kind of understand how to quit an addiction now. And yeah. this was, now at least I know what I'm doing. It's not easy, but at least I know what's going on. So this is good. And so I've, I've been doing good for a couple of weeks, so we'll update later. So, what I want to talk about now in the last personal segment of our podcast this week is your yoga action. Uh, You received some upgrades to your yoga program this week. Oh, yes. Want to tell us what they are?
0: I got (laughs) a super expensive yoga mat with a super grip that I've been checking out for one and a half years now and it was always too expensive and I thought I don't really need it and that is still the case but I was thinking I'm home every evening I'm home in the morning I really use it almost every day and why shouldn't they give me the pleasure to own another yoga mat and now I got an extremely great dark pink one that's very thick like six millimeters thick and that Gives me great um, support for my knees and it has these lines where you can um, can align yourself yourself, and it's super nice. But I had a really interesting meditation session this morning in my whirlpool because so the most yogic experience today was at 8.30 in the whirlpool where the bubbles were going Mm -hmm. and I was reading um a summary of a yoga teacher that wrote a book of the eighth armed i don't know the english words but there were like eight arms in the panchali um yoga scripts okay. to enlightenment and um eight paths eight paths eight paths yeah eight paths and i was going through it and i was um thinking when it came to awareness because awareness is a very overused word these days Mm -hmm. because everyone talks about awareness and i'm aware it's often used as you know just concentrate inwards and just accept things happening outside and um,
1: self-awareness
0: self-awareness right but it also said that one path is that other people should not steal your time or your good mood or whatever, or even things. And you should also not steal other people's time or whatever it is. Don't so,
1: press your things on them either.
0: Yeah, you right. should be respectful. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it always turns out to be the same. So when, when you do all of that, when you really try to be a better person, and if a lot of people would do it, mm-hmm. then the world would be a better place. And with this stealing time, I had to think of my close friend, Donald Trump, because this person stole so much of my time in the last months and he's just not worth it no he is not worth it and i was thinking while i was having the bubbles in my back and i was reading it that it's so correct that you should punish people that are not worth it because there are some bad people in this world by completely ignoring them and I don't want to read any bullshit about this person anymore because it doesn't bring me anywhere. Nope. I don't care if he's sitting on his child table and I only know it because Alan was telling me about it writing some, what did he do on the child table holding <laughs> I think the pen again like a no. stick like he never was writing before. What, what, what was he doing there?
1: Well, presumably the event was to somehow thank military members for their service but he was, was it was it the thanksgiving speech yes but he didn't thank anyone for thanksgiving and he had no pen like he was trying to sign, he was looking like fake signing something it was great
0: so i was thinking that we all should more aware of which people are we let in good to you and mm-hmm. you should let in, or which people you should still respect because they're human beings, but you just will ignore them and you will not let them steal your time again. Um, and when you think like this, the number of people you actually want to let in in your life is apparently very, very small. There are not so many people anymore. I
1: think everyone stopped listening right now.
0: No, why? Why? <laughs> Why? No, no, no. Because those people who are listening are the exception. Exactly. And yes, I was thinking I will practice this now every day. So when I go to work tomorrow, I will just ignore people that are somehow not able to do the job correctly and want me to take care of it. Or I will do it still, but I will ignore it. I will try to blend it out the,
1: the, right so I mean, you can't ignore the things that have to be done but what you can do is not internalize all of the difficulties it brings when you have a problem with these things
0: yes Yeah. and um, I felt like I was a little bit enlightened today in the oh. pool and then then he came and I was like in this oh, yes, this is what I'm going to do tomorrow yeah thank god the yogic way I need to do it now and then you came around then the corner then I just showed
1: up yes I know I was monitoring you from afar.
0: And during my yogic lecture this morning with Adrian, of course, um, I did a lecture that was called KISS, and I thought, you know, it's like a soft lecture and not so much is going on. It was actually not. It was a lot of holding the plank and building strength, and um, I even were sweating a little bit, and I don't sweat so easily. I also thought by concentrating on my body and calming my mind yes. down, I will probably have the power or more power to act during daily life in a more controlled way.
1: Calm, controlled, Calm, focused. Calm, controlled,
0: focused, and I should not
1: way.
0: let other people steal my time.
1: I totally agree.
0: So that was my yogic insight of the day, and I will present one now every week if you're interested <laughs> or not, because it actually gives me a lot of pleasure to talk about. This. Cool. And I will order that book of the Panjali scripts. Yeah, um, check it out. I th- I'm not sure. I, I, I'm quite sure that they are in English. I mean, this is, the, yeah, sure this is. is like the Hatha Yoga or
1: mm-hmm.
0: Ashtanga Yoga path, I think. Ashtanga Yoga, so the classic yoga script maybe it's
1: open source we just downloaded. it
0: I think it's 196 like, years old no sayings or oh, okay. sentences or guidelines yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. I'm not so into this but I will be because I think if you and I are trying to do all of that we could actually change the world
1: I think so too and you're not kidding me here because no, I actually believe this no I'm not kidding you at all I think it's totally great I, I often say things like this to you, like, don't let people get you down. Just, you know, do what you need to do and then try to separate yourself from the anger that you have when you think about how they affect you. It happens to me all the time, too. You know, mm. Just you just have to, you know, don't let other people get you down. And, I still and it's hard. It's not yeah. easy. It's very hard. And you know, do your best also not to try to get other people down, right? Just maybe be. And I, I always, I shouldn't be as critical as I am sometimes. But sometimes.
0: Oh, I am Ellen is way okay, too. Okay, we critical. have to go now. So thanks I for think joining us. A the, little bit of yoga every day would be so good for him. But I will
1: do yoga, but I told you my my program. I have to do two weeks of walking, and then I'm. Need to be pain free, and then I can do all sorts I'm of tying myself this. up in ropes and knots. And so ten else.
0: minutes for you in the morning would be good.
1: Yeah, sure, I can do this. Sun salutations. I almost killed yes. me before, but now I'm going to conquer them.
0: So you were almost <laughs> dying while doing them, oh, but yeah, it's absolutely. going to be better.
1: Cool. So, um great. Well, thanks. That's 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 awesome to hear all this. Yes. So I want to talk about. Um, Aren't we but done for today? No, of course not. We have oh. hours to go. Oh,
0: oh, no. oh! Uh, now I see this. I, I want to
1: talk
0: even about hours to go. No one wants to listen to us for hours, Ellen. Of you have to not. shorten it a yeah, little bit. Yeah,
1: we're gonna shorten it. But I wanted to say so. Um, <laughs> I'm excited because I've decided on the things that I want to do here on my time uh, at home, and. Um, So we have this podcast here and we need to do this each week. And we took a break last week to kind of reset and get everything a little more professionally put together so i that's have good. a
0: violet microphone cable yes, now
1: you have a violet microphone cable this and he a, has a green one yes i, I know
0: this. just <laughs> that anyone notices it it's very important yeah because violet yeah. is my most favorite color just just that everyone knows
1: well i mean i can tell you where this came from it's like there, there's another couples podcast called uh, the couples table and it's by a very nice couple out i guess in southern california somewhere and their names are Tom and Heather, and they do a great job. Um, she's like a longtime blogger, vlogger, internet creative person. Um, he is a media teacher in some school somewhere nearby. And he does really great videos on technology stuff. Stuff I'm never going to do. I don't want to do reviews, but his stuff is really well produced. And um, they do this this little podcast together, and they talk about things. And it was incredibly... Um, you know, interesting for me to discover that. And it kind of sparked my interest to do this. I wanted to do a little different kind of thing that they do. Uh, but it's still this great, you know, like together thing I that we do. I get it. I yeah. get it. So they have, she has a colored microphone. I think hers is purple and his is blue or orange or something. But so I figured let's personalize it. I got your purple because this is your favorite one. So, yeah. That's where it came from. So um, apologies, Tom and Heather at the couple's table for ripping off your colored microphone cables, but it's an homage, not a, not a ripoff. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. So, you know, I wanted to say very quickly. Um, uh, starting you
0: never say things very quickly.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say things incredibly <laughs>
0: you repeat them three talent. times i will you know, edit different, i will edit that ah uh, okay
1: no i won't so um i i started this new idea uh, it's called stories and voices and i wanted to do an audio only podcast um which is kind of like an interview show but really more like a conversation and i'm really interested in learning something about someone who wants to tell something that they've done and you know, we have so far four people signed up. I'm not going to tell you who they are. And you shouldn't say if you know. And uh, we're going to, this will debut in January. And we're super excited. I'm super excited to do this. Um, and it will be a reasonably short show, maybe between 20 and 30 minutes. And it's going to be a conversation about a topic that this person cares about or something that they want to tell uh, tell us about. Um, I think this is pretty compelling because I don't have any any interest in interviewing like famous people or I don't have any inter- interest in uh, interviewing people who are, I don't know, tell me how you got to do something on the internet or tell me how you created this big thing. I don't want to know that. I want to hear about normal, regular people who have either a talent or something that they want to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Because I am totally convinced that the, every person on earth has voyeuristic intent uh, for they want to know what's going on with other people, right? Now, and I don't mean that in kind of a creepy way. I really mean that in the definition way. It's like people really want to know what is going on. And these shows that I listen to, oftentimes it's just two people talking about, you know, something that they did. And it's actually quite compelling. It's very interesting. So hopefully I can do it well. I think it'll take a few few episodes. And the people that are the first out the door on this, I really appreciate this. This is great. So this is going to come in January.
0: Can I say something to it? Yes, please go right ahead. I think there is also something magical about it, talking to like normal people. Yes. Because we will find out that you can be super normal, but still very interesting in what you think and what your desires are. And most of us are completely normal and average, and we are still not boring. No. and my Everyone has a story to tell. Yes, and and this is what should be... Made public that everyone has a story to tell, someone wants and they to tell should it? get the platform exactly. to tell it. So, if any one of you is interested in getting in an interview with yeah. alan don't hesitate to tell him. And um, oh, I, apparently, I'm doing it wrong all no, the yeah. time. No, it's fine. So that's what I wanted to say.
1: Cool. Thank you so much for that. And, You're welcome, husband. And I hope uh, we do it. So uh, there is a website. It's called Stories Voices. Um, You'll see it on, if you're watching this, you'll definitely see it somewhere uh, and check that out if you would like. Um, And then lastly, um, I'm starting an experiment next week. I'm going to do a live show during the week.
0: And again, I'm experiencing news that I have not heard about before.
1: So I have, I've been watching some live shows during the week and it's super intriguing. And one of the things I, I like about it is that um, I can broadcast myself live uh, across several different platforms at once. So I could do it on YouTube, I can do it on on Facebook or Twitch or Periscope or all these different technology platforms. Um, but the interesting thing is people can watch it and they can interact with you and I can see it here on the screen, things that they write. And then I can put this information on the screen. Uh, and this. Generally, is called live streaming, and it's something people do. Um, it's most popular when you have like a gamer who's playing a video game, and you see the game he's playing or she is playing, and you can see, you know, the person down in the corner in a small little box with their faces, and this is kind of like where the streaming thing is burn, born. But there's also just kind of a show where you come on for 20 or 30 minutes, you talk about a few things that interest you, and you try to engage and connect with other people. And I think that, for me, that's the most interesting part about this, is just coming on during the day, and if anyone is around, they'll join, and maybe they can always watch it on on the replay, this is always possible too, because it's always, it's there online. Um, But I'm going to try that. So that's the show, it's called Three Things. And I'm going to have three things that I want to talk about. And they're just going to be non, really not political. It's not controversial. Um, I read so many things each day and I really think it would be interesting. And I'd like to see what other people think about that. And I'd also like to have people um, tell me what they would like to hear about and kind of start that dialogue right so if someone's really interested in something i'm going to go look it up and Mm -hmm. i'm going to talk about it and give my take on it right so if you get a number of people have comments about it i'm going to do that so i'm going to try that uh, probably mid to the end of the week and start that up and do it for like i said you know 20 or 30 minutes a day probably in the afternoon and see how that goes and good and if you're interested have a look at it and uh, we'll, we'll we'll do that
0: you will do that
1: no, oh, oh, did I, I, will I d- not do this? That. It's you and me together. No, it's no. not
0: you and me. You I have to come have home early from the hospital. Another.
1: No, 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 no. You can do it from endoscopy. Then, no, no, On no, your no. phone. So
0: I will stay on this happily, but I cannot do any more <laughs> of no, this no. stuff.
1: No, no. And, and I want to make it low key. And, you know I, I, you know, I would like to have the ability to connect with more people as well. And I think there are other people out there who would like to connect on a more regular basis, but they don't really know how to do that besides just endlessly scrolling Facebook or scrolling Twitter or something like that. And if someone wants to hang out for 15, 20, 30 minutes a few times a week, I think that's a good idea. And we'll see what see if it goes. If, you know, there's only if there's zero watchers for a couple of weeks, then maybe it's not a good idea, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. And I don't care. And and the other reason is it's also good practice to like you know talk to the camera and see who's there and being able to kind of interact with you know comments and kind of work the technology a little bit so i'm very excited about this so that's called three things we
0: we know it now because you You have to tell people three
1: times before they get it
0: repeating himself like for third time but now you got it everyone knows it now and i'm very happy that you're doing this thank you my dear It's very creative. So, again, he is the creativity head here, and I'm
1: super uncreative. So, um, you're the star, I'm not. I'm the most
0: uncreative person I can imagine.
1: Okay, well, um, I don't believe you. This is (laughs) really (laughs) bad, but... I think you're not, but that's okay. I'm biased against this. So... um, all right, well I think that's that that's a wrap as they say in the movie industry. I think
0: we wrap it up.
1: We wrap it up. So um,
0: So that was our third podcast and is. I'm very happy 3 is a prime number. It is. So, it's It's super cool <laughs> that we came that far yeah. already.
1: Well, it's the fourth Three. episode cuz we were going to give big thanks to Hassan for coming down and doing that. This is a really popular episode and it was great, but this is the third one you and I have been doing together. Yes, this is what After I our of our week break to reset. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining and,
0: and again, like every time, every time, I'm sorry. Stay healthy.
1: Absolutely. Bye.
0: Bye.